Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Wendy Papazian. And I'm Sarah Reynolds. Today, we are continuing our sales funnel series, and we are going to talk about how to get appointments to show up. And I'm excited because today we've got the OGs in the house. Um, and OGs. I'm super excited. OGs how, how are you in guys? The hood. <laughs> I was in London Hi, last week. It was you so were? awesome. Well, yeah. I knew that. Oh. What was I, I saying? Was. Of course. I was yeah. in London last week for 48 hours, and it was an amazing 48 hours. That's all? Yeah. You're Literally. such a jet setter. What was the one highlight of London? Oh, I got to hear so many languages, which I loved hearing. And um, I got to drink a pint and have some great Indian food. And oh, Ooh. and I got I got homemade. Um, our, our friend um, across the pond, Ben Taylor and um, Natalia made, her mom made homemade Russian beef ravioli. Y'all, like you have- Pierogies? Like, um, it's called something different, but oh. yes, yes. And, um, like a homemade salad and she made this little like apple pastry dessert, which I couldn't stop eating. It was so yummy. And so I just ate my way through London. It was amazing. And I had the, just so much delicious food. It was fantastic. I still don't Yay. know what day it is or time it is, but it I was amazing. We, <laughs> How are we you? To- we should totally do an episode in a British accent. Oh, I am, we should. I am so down for that. And Quinn, every time I talk in a British accent, Quinn cringes. Cringes. She's like, Ugh. I think it's pretty good you, though. The the highlight of my day are Wendy is wearing her balls. Mm-hmm. And I just appreciate so much when Wendy wears her balls. And they're really the check out on. our videos. You do. The seasonal balls are out. And they're a really nice size, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about the sales funnel. <laughs> Getting awkward in here. Getting awkward in here. Okay, so so- you got a red face. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You're- <laughs> so, so we, so we've already talked through uh, lead generation, right? So we can lead generate through prospecting or reverse prospecting. So we talked that through. We added in a bonus episode of our call re- call reluctance episode, which made a huge difference for anyone that has ever listened. Oh my gosh. to that yeah. episode. So good, has, yeah. That's one so of our uh, all time, yes. all time best episodes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And we're gonna so, we're actually gonna air that again this. Thursday too for you because we just we want you to have it again because it's such a good one and it's a great one to share with your sales teams especially right now so well well it actually get just aired on the week a week prior oh it just aired you're that. right oh. it just aired it. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah well I, I knew that it's all good yes. so terrible you knew that thank you, you for keeping that. us on track okay. we're so, so excited about it we just really want you to know about it <laughs> again yes. so if you didn't listen yes. to it go back and re- re-listen to yes. it <laughs> yes so um, so today, so once you book those, once you make those calls and book those appointments, uh, one of the key parts of the sales funnel is actually getting face-to-face with the customer, right? And just because you book an appointment doesn't mean that they actually will show up for the appointment. So today we have a quick tactical episode on how to get those leads, how to get those appointments to actually show up. Um, mm-hmm. And because it's really hard to impact them, to, to commit to helping them if we can't get in front of them. Um, and so what are some tactics that we can do to ensure that they show up? So let's dive in. And that. there are uh, yeah. six 
I'm sorry, seven tactics that we're going to go over. Love that. And so what's the first one, say? I So I love this one, which is um, calling the leads you generate, like actually calling them and texting and emailing and following up with them is critical um, in the sales funnel. And if you're struggling with that, right, definitely go listen to last week's episode. Um, but there was, a, there was a Harvard study that shows that most people fall off with their follow-up after time two or three. But the reality of it is, right, that we know that the majority of sales transactions actually happen closer to follow-up number eight. So if you're not getting to number six, seven, and eight on your follow-ups, the odds are you have a very low chance of converting them unless you get them right away. So that follow-up is really clutch because you have the initial quick grab of the people who are willing to talk to you right away. And then you have the long tail of the leads that convert after that, that if you're not doing that consistent follow-up, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. And we did a whole episode called The Fortune is in the Follow-Up. We'll put put that in the show notes for you guys if you need to re-listen to that. And this is just, this is everything. Like we could literally stop here um, in terms of getting Mm -hmm. people to show up because you guys have all been there, right? Maybe it's a friend who is inviting you over for dinner or a party or something like that. And you get the invite, you're like, I don't know, maybe. And then you get the reminder and you're like, I don't know. Then you get another reminder Mm -hmm. and then your friend texts you. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know what? I am going to go. So there's just power in, 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 messaging someone a lot and asking them to show up. It will actually overcome kind of their reluctance to show up. And uh, it's like, it's everything. So true. I I think how I like to look at follow-up, and again, we do have a whole episode on it and we talk about this in the episode, but I think it's really important for what we're talking about today. Follow-up is relationship building. A lot of people Mm -hmm. think that it's like some that you're bothering them or that you're bugging them. Yeah. That you're bugging them. And, and really the best way is that your, your relationship building and, and we show up for those relationships that matter to us. And so when you do a good job building those relationships with the leads that you've generated with those that you you're talking with, you will have a higher likelihood of them actually showing up. So it's critical. And that's why we had to talk about it as step number one, because it's so important to build that strong relationship for them to show up. Love that. Love that. Okay, number two, um, to get them to show up, they have to actually understand why they should show. <laughs> I know that sounds pretty... It's a good point. Simple. Yeah. Um, what am I but, doing? Where am I going? Why am I going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was coaching one of our agents this morning, and um, I said, were you able to book that next appointment with them? And um, she said, no, I've asked three times. I said, okay, why, why do they think you want to meet with them? And she goes, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So if, if they don't understand the purpose of the meeting, what's in it for them to mm-hmm. meet with you above a competitor, then it's going to be really hard to get them to show for it. They might have said yes. That they're in, and sometimes just to get you off the phone, right? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how to make sure that we're continuing to build that relationship and then also get them to show up is making sure that we're really clear about the value of the appointment. Now, one of the things that I see a lot of people, mistakes I see them make, is that they start sharing their value of working with them to get the appointment. And, and you want to share some of that, but you want to use that as the main reason at the actual appointment. The purpose of the call is to share the reason why they need to meet with you above anyone else. So what's in it mm-hmm. for them to meet with you above anyone else? 
Love that. Love that. Well, then number three is you want to book that appointment as soon as possible after that conversation so they don't forget who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we all think we're awesome and unforgettable, but the reality is we're not, you know, we're not yeah. pizza. And, uh, <laughs> or and tacos. so you need to, or tacos. <laughs> ah, jinx. <laughs> not at all. I love it. I love it. <laughs> synchronicity, synchronicity. Yeah. So for real estate, um, you know, our inside sales agents try to book buyer and seller appointments within 48 hours, right? So within two days of speaking with them, you get a live person in front of them. And that may not be possible um, because of the buyer or seller's schedule. And you never want it to be as a result of the agent's schedule, right? Oh, yeah. this actually just happened on our team. We have an agent whose mm. business is kind of blowing up right now. She's doing a lot of business. Awesome. And she actually was just sharing in our sales meeting that she had booked a coffee a week later. And by the time that rolled around, Ugh. it was too late. She, yeah. She'd already booked with someone else. So um, that was, it's a tough lesson to learn. And it's really hard when you're, when you're busy, you know, it's yeah. really hard when you're busy and trying to prioritize everything. So I, that's, um, such a, that's such a real example, Wendy, um, that many times we want to, we want to book appointments around our schedule. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and th- what matters most is their schedule and the likelihood of meeting with them. So rely yep. on others on your team. If you have a team, um, rely on others. They can do the initial appointment and, and continue building the relationship. Not everything yep. has to fall on you. And it's important that the appointment happens mm-hmm. and that you don't lose it to a competitor. That's what's important. The most important. Yeah. Yep. I think I love that. And this is where abundance and abundance mentality, I think is really important too, because I, I, you know, you see, especially when a market contracts, like it has been across a lot of the parts of the country and you see people like trying to grip for business. If something doesn't fit in their schedule, there's a temptation to keep it for yourself and book it far out. But the problem is, is if you lose it, you didn't just lose it for you. You lost the opportunity for somebody else on your team as well. And so Mm -hmm. coming from abundance, we talk about that on our team of like, if anyone's going to get it, let's make sure it's one of us. Like, and there's a law of reciprocity, right? If you're going to push it out there, someone else is going to want to share it back with you too. And so we really try to focus on that abundance mindset of, you know, there is enough business out there for everyone if everyone's doing their part. So like, don't don't grip it so tight you you can't share. Yeah. And if you do have a big gap between, you know, let's say someone's coming into town, Mm-hmm. in a month, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. entirely possible. Um, you might have had a, a meeting with them on Zoom and then they're coming in town in a month. So what are the things that you're going to do in the next 30 days to stay in relationship with them? Are you yes. going to text them information on what's going on in the Austin real estate market? Are you going to send them a little gift maybe? Are you going to set them up on um, updates on neighborhoods that they, that you talked about? Like what are those things mm-hmm. that you can do so that you stay in touch with them for the next 30 days? Any other Love ideas that. there? What do you guys do? I, I like I like to pause when that happens and just put myself in their shoes for a moment. So like mm-hmm. you're, you're a relocator and you're not able to meet with them. The, the client is a relocator. You're not able to meet with them for a month. Well, what does a relocator need? Okay. And every Mm -hmm. week you're giving them something that they need because you Mm -hmm. put yourself in their shoes. If you were relocating to Austin, what would you need? Right. A seller that maybe is, is in the, we just had this happen. They are in the Philippines visiting family and they're going to be there for six weeks. And so they booked Mm -hmm. an appointment for us 
for seven weeks out. Okay, well, hmm. we, there's a lot that can happen in the seven weeks where you can lose them. And so you want to think every week, how are you furthering the relationship with them? So like when a house sells in their neighborhood, do they hear about it from you? Right. Mm -hmm. So what are the things that they might need between now mm -hmm. and then to build that relationship? Even a simple thinking about you matters. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. So I love hey, that how are you doing? Yeah. How's yes. your travels yeah. going? What'd you, yes. what'd you do that was fun today? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes yeah. those things actually build a relationship more, the little personal yeah. touches. For sure. One, it's, it's also sure. not assuming that once you have the business, you have the business. You, we constantly mm. have to keep earning mm. it. And so like we, we sometimes will even break up. If somebody's farther out, let's say they're a winter or spring client right now, but we know that we'd like to work with them. We're thinking ahead of like what will help with marketing their property down the road. Like should we go ahead and break it up and do photographs of the outside now while it's pretty before all the leaves have changed and fallen? So we're the only green grass pretty yard. Um, you know, what are the things you can do to differentiate yourself to help think through that now I, y'all, we have one property that has been having trouble and we're, sur you know, the servicing on the back end is important with that too. And this morning I was trying to think about like, do I need to get like a priest to bless this house this morning? Like we think these are the things that you, as business people and entrepreneurs, you think about on getting creative. I mean, how many St. Francis's have you buried upside down in someone's yard? So many. So, you know, you think about even, even the quirky things None. too. <laughs> what? None. You, yeah. were, when did you start? What year? 2009. Okay. Have you ever done that, Sarah? I have buried I have not, so many. I have not personally buried them. I've, at, I've, I've known that the client was burying them. I, I have not. You didn't send them it, to the client? Um, yeah. I don't know what the proper term is for it. Like, it, it, <laughs> okay. I feel like we're well, I have a new servicing right tip now. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you explain to everyone what we're talking about? There yes. is um, St. Francis. Um, is a, a saint that you supposedly <laughs> really, <laughs> in case you didn't get it by the name, <laughs> um, that supposedly if you bury him upside down in your yard, not in a flower pot, but in a yard, he is supposed to assist in the selling of your home. So mm -hmm. if you hit a tough market, which for those of you that went through the 06 through 08 market, it was a little hard. And I was a new listing agent, y'all. I didn't know what I was doing. I could use all the divine help I could get. So St. <laughs> yes. Francis and I were like going to appointments together. <laughs> and I buried so many of them in people's yards. All, we all have a whole stash in our office. So <laughs> I'm in my in my mind, help. I see little young realtors say like walking into the <laughs> listing appointment, sitting down at the kitchen table, like bringing the bringing the Saint <laughs> Francis out on the table. I did. Hi, I'm saying Saint Francis. <laughs> I brought my well, friend Saint with Francis me. is the patron saint of the environment and animals. Yes. Yeah. So. I thought I it was jo Josephine. I thought it was. I th I think we might have the saint wrong. It starts uh, with a J. Well, I says, think. I'm gonna, now that now that I'm uh, thinking about okay. it. Okay. Well, oh. we'll put that in the show. Oh, notes. It's, is it yeah. Saint Joseph? Maybe. Maybe it's Saint Joseph. Saint Francis. You're right. He's the. So it's Saint Joe. Saint Joseph. Joe and I go. <laughs> I, I clearly Joe he's in my office. <laughs> yeah, Joe and I go on appointments. So, <laughs> just saying, there are creative ways to build conversation. And when, sometimes when do you think Saint Joseph client. is the patron saint of virgins? Oh, that's not you sure. Google, you should. <laughs> All right, if you're listening to this right now, now I'm going to go up to my office and see which saint it is. I'm like, are you a virgin? Can I bury this in your yard? <laughs> 
<laughs> no wonder that all those houses didn't sell back then. This is a this yeah. is a different conversation that I'm all of a sudden now having with my sellers. They're like, "Why do you care about my virginity?" I'm like, "Apparently, I need to bury it in your yard." <laughs> when, when he's like, "Yeah, I still didn't do that." <laughs> <laughs> I care about you in a holistic manner, client. All, all of it. Important. Oh, boy. Well, that's exciting. So the next part is number four. I'll move us along. Okay, oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Number four. Hold, hold on, hold on. Just to, just to clarify, it is... Okay, so if you Google... Okay. Yeah. And we know it's we know the Google afraid. is truth. The I Google's mean, come right. on. Yeah. Okay. Of course. So it's I just Googled Saint Tiberi during home sale and it is a Saint Joseph home seller kit you can buy yeah, on Amazon like a, for six ninety four actually. Yeah. Um yeah, so apparently it is St. Joseph. But I guess there, so, maybe it helps wow. you in many ways. Maybe it helps yes. you in many ways. Yes. That's what yes. that's Do what you I think Saint say. Joseph ever would have thought that this would be his legacy. I bet, especially because you're supposed to bury him upside down. I bet he's like, why? Why is this me? Why? 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 If I could go a couple hundred years into the future, this would not be what I chose. I don't know. I like St. Francis. Actually, it's going to be fun. When you're in heaven, St. Joseph's going to be like, hey, listen, you know what? You Those used years between <laughs> 2006. We just need to have a little combo about that. We need to chat. <laughs> I'm going to be like, no one thought about you more than I did, Joe. No one. No. Literally no one. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to go to heaven and discover that. That's going to be great. Um, so, number four <laughs> is um, once you set the appointment, you want to send them an email and a text after that call setting the appointment, thanking them for their time, reiterating the why behind the appointment also. And it can be one of two things. It can be reiterating the why of like the value proposition that they're going to talk about, right? We're going to talk about how we make you more money for your home. We're going to talk about how we are going to get you the best deal on a new construction house or whatever that is. You can also talk about like, we're going to talk about the game plan to get you moved to North Carolina in the fastest amount of time or how we're going to take care of your grandmother's house with the least amount of stress. And so you either want to tie it back to the motivation that you've uncovered on the call as to why the person wants to work with you and do their sale or the value proposition that you're providing that differentiates you from somebody else and why you're going to go into the details behind that when you meet. Um, But that reminds them why they want to keep the appointment because you do want them to keep it. So they show up. One of, one of the things that has helped um, me with with this is like when they're a first time home buyer or a first time mm-hmm. seller, um, mm-hmm. talking about the appointment as an education process. And so like, mm. and saying, you know, education is power. And so when we sit down, you're going to understand the entire process of buying your first home. And oh, by the way, I'm bringing a book with you to help you on that, that you can Love read. That. Um, uh, one of my favorite books to give away is a book called Your First Home. Um, mm-hmm. It's about buy, purchasing um, your first house. And many times um, people will show up for an educational event when it has to do mm-hmm. with a big purchase. And so if you can tie it into education versus a selling appointment, um, you will have a higher likelihood many times of them showing up. So I love that. That's so smart. I I, that. I actually say this all the time. I say, oh, it sounds like you're in the infor- information gathering part mm. of 
mm, selling like or buying. Mm-hmm. And people always respond, so, oh, yes, 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 that's what I'm doing. I'm in the information gathering part of you know getting ready to buy or sell. And it just puts people at ease. Love that. I love that. Love that. You're, you're no, so good, Wendy. I'm putting in the Wendy. show notes. Yeah. I'm Go putting ahead. that link to the book. I'm putting the link to St. Joe oh, and your first home. the book in the show notes. So. <laughs> awesome. Saint, awesome. Not St. Joe. St. Joseph. No, it's so St. Saint Saint Joseph. Joseph. Oh, I thought it was. Yes. No, okay. It's not St. Francis. It's no. not St. Francis. He is oh, okay. of the animals. He's animals. So we're cool. putting the virgin one in there. Yes. yes we we're going to help with multiple ways for our clients. Yeah. With St. Joseph. Yeah. Some, uh, people, some of our listeners might have that problem. At, hey, you know what? We're, we are. We're it's not a problem. Big business no, and a bigger abs- life. It's actually wanna, not a problem. We want to help you. I take yeah. that back. <laughs> we want to help you with Anybody whatever you need help with. <laughs> Okay. Where's well, our producer? Oh, Help. no. Help. 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 Okay. Anyway, I, I moving love, on here. Th- this is why you don't start an episode saying it's going to be quick and tactical um, <laughs> as we, we add in a lot of funny things to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, but yes. no, what I was going to say is I, I love, um, Wendy has such an amazing skill of selling mm-hmm. without someone putting their guard up. Um, and that's an example of that. Like, so asking, oh, it sounds like you're in an information gathering phase. Um, that is such a powerful thing to say. And, and so everything that you can do to build trust on that phone call will actually lead to them showing up. And Mm -hmm. so what can you do to build trust and make sure that their guard isn't up to where, um, they don't feel like they're coming into an appointment that they have to make a decision. So another thing that um, we like to say a lot is um, just a reminder, you're not obligated to work with us during the appointment. And also Mm. it's completely free. The appointment's free. And I know that sounds Mm. like basic, but don't assume the consumer knows what costs are included Mm -hmm. or not included. And almost every time when we're talking about educating someone or giving information, their first question in their head is, does this cost money? Um, And so the appointment doesn't cost money, right? And so making sure that they understand that um, is key to getting them to show up. And then after you do that, um, step number five is um, sending a reminder message uh, the day before or the morning of uh, reiterating what the meeting's about and why um, and how excited you are uh, to meet with them. And so I prefer to use the word reminder versus confirmation um, because that will have a higher confirmation that. means that it's, it's questionable, right? Whereas mm-hmm. reminder mm-hmm. is I'm, I'm going to be ready to go at one o'clock today to meet with you. Yeah. Um, and I'm just reminding you to, that this is what we're going to yeah. go over. And I can't wait to see or you, like, this is even mm-hmm. a little bit more aggressive. You can say just confirming our appointment at one o'clock. Like no question mark, just a period at the end of that. See you then, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. like a statement mm-hmm. versus a question. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So smart. Okay, well, what do we do if, if they don't show up? So I had a season uh, in my real estate career where I did a lot of for sale by owners, a lot of expires, mm. and I was <clears throat> the main listing agent doing that. And I went to a lot of no-shows, mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. no-shows. I showed mm-hmm. up and... There's nothing more frustrating than, you know, having a hard conversation with an expired seller, going through all of that, knowing they're going to be difficult, and then getting there, and then they're not there. It makes you feel terrible. And when that happens, 
you know, sometimes multiple times in a day. That can be a real downer. Mm -hmm. uh, so what do we do? So we, re we remember, first of all, that they're not really thinking about you, especially if it's, you know, not somebody who's your close friend, somebody maybe you don't know, friend of a friend, or maybe you're calling an expired or a for sale by owner or something like that. Like maybe they just aren't thinking about it. You know, maybe they don't mm -hmm. really care mm -hmm. that much if you're there or not, or maybe something came up. So don't take it personally. Yeah. They're not saying no to you. They just said no to the time commitment, right? They're not saying no to you. Mm -hmm. They're just saying no to the time commitment. And then don't make them feel bad, right? There's nothing worse than when you're, if you're running late or something happened, like, hey, where are you? Or, you know, I'm here. Where are you? That makes you feel really mm -hmm. terrible as someone who maybe something happened or maybe they forgot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, humans, they run from conflict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just a they natural do. human behavior. They just run from conflict. And if they feel really bad, they're just going to ghost you. That's yeah. it. They're going to, they don't, they don't have they're that much invested in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of times maybe you've, you've met them that morning on the phone and you're meeting them that night. They have almost nothing invested in the relationship, right? Yeah. You have a lot invested. Yes. You're like, wow, this is. This you also is, have something could to be gain potential from it. business. They don't know yeah. they have something to gain yet. Exactly. Exactly. Such a good point, exactly. So so just just come from curiosity. You know, always come from curiosity. Hey, are you okay? You know, I, I'm here. Um, I just want to make sure everything's okay. I was hoping to share X with you uh, this evening. Um, but you know, no worries. We can find a different time to get together. So just make it very low pressure, low conflict, um, so that they feel comfortable actually rebooking that appointment with you. Because yeah. if you scare them off, they're just going to ghost you and you will literally never hear them again. And you'll have gone through all of that and been ghosted and makes you feel really bad. So, and then mm -hmm. give them something of value. Hey, well, you know what? <clears throat> I know we couldn't meet today. So I just was thinking of you. And so I thought I would send you this. So again, you're just I giving them a little something, trying to build rapport, um, and then um, and then ask them if there's you know a different time that would work. Hey, you know what? I know last night didn't work. I'm free tonight, or maybe this weekend would be better. Let me know which one works for you, mm -hmm. and then follow up, follow up, follow yep. up, follow up is always the king. I, I love. I that. think. Sometimes, especially in real estate, and I know all of these things can be applied no matter what industry you're in. Um, and so, it, but in the real estate industry, um, sometimes I tell a lot of our agents, you know, there are two sort of types of clients, some that want to sit down first, and then some that want to test drive how we work. Um, and don't mm. take offense with one or the other. And so sometimes when they don't come to like a sit down meeting, well, I like to view it. Okay. Do they want to test drive me? Do I need to show them a home so they can see how I work and what, what I bring up while I'm showing the home and don't take offense to it. Again, you're just building the relationship and they didn't wake up thinking about your business like you did. Mm -hmm. Right. And so mm -hmm. just don't take it personal. Understand that they're humans. They have a lot going on outside of searching for homes or selling their home. And what do you need to do to build that relationship further? Just as Wendy uh, described. I love that. Well, and then your last part of making sure your clients show up and then they commit to working with you, right, is you never leave one appointment without the next one set, no matter what the outcome of the appointment is. So if they're not ready to commit yet, you want to have the next step ready. It's when will you see them again? When are you going to have a conversation again? And what are the things that are going to happen in between now and then? 
take really good notes. So Sarah, it was great meeting with you today. It sounds like you're not ready to make a decision yet. Why don't we plan to have a conversation um, on Monday? Would noon work for you? Great. Why don't I plan to give you a call at noon on Monday? And it sounds like I've got some homework here. I've got three different resources that I promised that I would get for you. I'll send those to you between now and then, and then we'll plan to chat um, about your decision between now and Monday, and, or we'll plan to talk on Monday at noon. Is there anything else you need from me between now and then before you make your decision, right? Whatever that is, you're you're working to move them to the next part in the cycle, whatever part of that cycle that is. And that sales really is, it's a, it's a simple process of moving the needle forward just one step at a time and building that trust and rapport. And some people are hot and fast and come into the decision really quickly and other people take more time because this isn't at the top of their radar, it's something they need to do, but it's not number one on their list right now. It could be number six. And so until it's number one, you have to prove that you're going to be the one in business that's there consistently until they are ready to make that decision. And this is so important right now. Yes. Because so many buyers, so many sellers, they're on the fence. They don't want to sell. Is it a good time? It's not a good time. It Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like it's a good time. I know you're telling me that it's a good time, but it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like a good time. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, we are having long relationships with people. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes six months, a year, 18 yeah. months. I mean, I think we all need to be prepared to yes. have really long relationships with people through the end of next year. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and what are and, your systems around mm-hmm. that? So true. The, you know, com- confusion many times causes people to do nothing. And there is mm-hmm. a lot of confusing things going on in our world. And so that's what's causing the uncertainty. And what's important right now, especially as you move clients through the sales funnel, is that you look at it as relationship building and celebrate each step. So like I was talking to my ISAs yesterday because Mm -hmm. yesterday morning, because Wednesday we had one of the lowest appointment book days we've had in our history. And so there was a lot of anxiety, the our my inside sales agent leaders were very anxious. They felt like they were failing. And then I looked and we had talked to 230 people. Wow. That same day. Amazing. And so I just went I just went out yesterday morning and I said, guys, we started a relationship or continued a relationship with 230 families. You guys did amazing yesterday. Like in just celebrating the, that every conversation that we have an opportunity to talk to someone is another step in the relationship building process. So I s- love that you're bringing this up, Wendy, because it's so real right now. And we will get so discouraged. And this is how we're going to win. Yeah, I mean, this is literally how we're going to win is by continuing these relationships and moving them along in the funnel. Mm -hmm. And so it's very different. It's a very different skill set than the last couple of years in real estate Mm -hmm. when it's been speed to lead, quick close, let's do it Mm -hmm. as fast as we can. And now we have to completely switch gears, which is, you know, get into relationship with these people for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of sellers, you know, a lot of sellers are going to be basically saying, you know what, let's try this again next year. I mean, we're yep. seeing yeah. a lot of it. They're yep. just yep. like, you know what, it's not the time. I'm not going to, I'm not finding the house I want. I don't want to pay all that money. Like, and so just getting systems in place for staying in touch with people for the long haul is, is literally everything. Mm-hmm. There's two, there's two keys <clears throat> having been through two of these cycles now that I pay attention to with this. Number one is um, asking them. Well, like, the first one is the little statues that get buried in the front yard. That's yeah. which the first you already one. are going to have a link to in the <laughs> yeah. show notes. I've already added it. Okay, so I have two other things for you. Our outside new of, our new sponsor, of the Joe. Catholic Church. <laughs> 
Today's episode is brought to you by St. Joe and the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. Uh, (laughs) um, So the two things that we look for is, number one, what what could happen that would cause their motivation to change? Is it affordability, right? So if interest rates all of a sudden are dipping, we're making a flag of a note to reach out to those people. Is it um, a life change that's happening? Like they need to save up or they're waiting for the end of the year for a bonus or something like that? Or is it like a... Uh, maybe it's a marriage, a divorce, a job, a birth, a death, whatever that is. Like really understanding what that is because a lot of people will say, I'm not ready yet. I'm ready in a year. I can't tell you how many conversations we've had. Maybe next summer. And you know what's going to happen is interest rates are going to change and February is going to roll around or March is going to roll around and all of this hits at once and you're calling them in summer and they already bought in April. So not assuming that the timing they're giving you is the actual timing is really important. And then the other part of that is just asking for permission to stay in touch with them. Hey, Wendy, it sounds like you're not ready right now to make this decision. Is it okay with you if I follow up in about 30 to 45 days, you know, since we're thinking it's going to be next year and just touch base with you and let you know what's going on with interest rates in the market at that point, just in case you have any questions, right? And whatever that is, like ask for permission to stay in touch. So then when you call them, it's, hey, Wendy, I'm calling like I promised I would, right? You're following up then on the permission. It's not that you're calling to bother them. And I think when you get that permission up front, it makes the follow-up calls a lot easier because you're not then trying to sell and tell. You're calling to consult and help. And that's a big difference too. I love that. Uh, so Say just gave all the cliff notes on our follow-up episode. And so that you just got that. We just saved you so much time right now for you to make more so follow-up much time. calls. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so don't get discouraged. What she's saying is don't get discouraged if they don't show up or as you navigate this, it's all about relationship building and try your best to own what we can control, which is the process to a- attempt to get more to show up. So call, ca- making sure we're calling all, all the leads, sharing why, um, they need to meet what's in it for them, uh, booking the appointment as soon as possible, making sure that we're sending email and text message after the call, thanking them for their time and reiterating the why, um, sending a reminder message the day of and or the day before, and always making sure um, to, to follow some steps if they don't show up to build that relationship and then never leaving one phone call or one appointment without the next step set in your system to make sure that you're in front of them again. And so thank you guys for joining us today on how to get more appointments uh, to show up. Bye guys. If, if this episode was good, hold on, hold on. If this episode was good, okay, leave us a five-star review. Um, it would mean so much to us. Um, and get out there, keep living a big, ha- keep leading a big business and don't forget your big life. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye guys.